Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to House of and Gospel Blog Talk Radio, coming to you from 231 6th Avenue, down south in the big city of Beatrice, Alabama. It has been raining, raining, raining all this week. We've been working out in the yard and doing some things, working around the fire pit, working down at the pond. It has been some kind of rain falling here, working out in the garden and all kind of good stuff like that. Working on the uh, newspaper, the Beatrice Legacy, with Mary and uh, Dr. Shelton and all of the people, uh, Garrett and Fred Fluker and all of the folks from Pentlal and different places like that. Um, the Beatrice Legacy newspaper will be coming out here soon. Uh, our first edition, we also already did uh, the uh, Our Voice from the Pace of Cooperation. All kinds of good stuff happening, but God is still good. We want to say good morning to you, and thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to open up with with a song that says it all for us, that says it absolutely says it all, and it's called Thank You, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, good morning, good morning. This is the week. This is the week that Jesus Christ was crucified, beat up and down the streets, all kinds of stuff going on with him, but God did it for you and I. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Good morning, y'all. Thank you for sending your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending your spirit.
That's the Cross Family. The song is called Thank You, Lord. God has been awfully good to us, you know. God has been awfully good to us. One of the things about uh, what God does, uh, He just blesses us over and over and over again. We are working from our uh, hard drive, our glitz hard drive, where we store all our music and pictures and stuff. The internet is down, so we are doing something else this morning. We are recording here with uh, uh, our recording studio equipment here, uh, Garage Band for upload. But God is good. We want to thank all the artists out there that let us play their music here on Housey Production Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Thank you very much. We're going to put just a little taste of reverb on this this morning. They always say in the studio, just a little bit of reverb is all you need. Um, this song right here is by the McDuffies, and we hope you enjoyed hearing it this morning. We've been scheduling, uh, we talked to Ray Hollins and the New Boys of Triumph. We're going to be having an interview coming up with them soon. We also um, had attempted to uh, get up with Spencer Taylor and the Highway QCs, but they are real busy right now. They have been wall-to-wall interviews since they're uh, opening up for the president, um, uh, Joe Biden, them there in uh, 2021. But God is good, and their season is upon them. So I sent a message to um, Daryl J. Jones, who suggested that I interview them uh, several weeks ago, but uh, they are really busy, and we are a small place, small radio, so we await our turn, uh, and we'll get a chance to speak to Spencer Taylor, God willing, uh, in the future. We also uh, sent a message out to Ray Hollins them to get them on the air and talk about them, their new audience, Ray Hollins, new boys of Triumph, um, Wesley Haley, and all of them. We had the opportunity to do a sound production for them up there in uh, Birmingham, outside of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, some while back with uh, Tony Sharper and all of the folks there. But God is still good. This right here is uh, uh, the MacDuffies from uh, House of the Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Darrell J. Jones pushing these guys. Just a few days ago, I began to look back over my life. Thought about all the times when I just wouldn't do right. But oh, I realized. This runs about uh, 32 minutes and 31 seconds. And we hope you enjoy it. That's um, the DJ, the C album, the album, the Magnificent, the Legacy Continues. Here on House Hood and Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. You enjoy. Listening to House of Dragon Gospel Black Talk Radio. You listen to the McDuffies. We hope you enjoy this. Several songs from the latest CD. This CD, the McDuffies, the legacy continues. 
This one is called Another Chance. Enjoy. First day of April, uh, we, we went through January, February, March. Three months are already gone. The first quarter of a four-quarter year. We hope you will go to Luke, the twenty-fourth chapter, verses one through twelve, and it's going to be talking about. Jesus raised from the dead this week here on House of the Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. You're getting another chance. God is awfully good, you know, awfully, awfully good. This is Call On Him. You're listening to House of the Gospel, Blog Talk Radio, from Beatrice, Alabama, down south, here on House of the Gospel. Enjoy.
music coming your way here on. Okay, let's take a break. Uh, more music coming your way here. We are. This is already uploaded and it's on the uh, Glitz hard drive, external hard drive for my regular hard drive here on the computer. And it's already up and then moving and in rotation as well on Blog Talk Radio and other places. But we are going to read from uh, Luke, the 24th chapter, verses 1 through 12. And if you would bear with us, we want to bless you this morning, this uh, week, with some powerful words from God's word. All right, let us begin. Um... This is from Luke, the 24th chapter, 24th chapter, verses uh, 1 through 12, and it reads as follows. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. Verse 2, and they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is within, but is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulchre and told all these things unto the eleven, and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, and Jonah, and Mary, the mother of James, and other women that were with them, who told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter, ran unto the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen cloth laid by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself at that which was to come to pass. Powerful scripture here in regards to the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The women were there first. The men were hiding, I would assume, in fear of their lives. And they did not believe him. But uh, Peter, after ladies talked to him, got up and went to the subject to see for himself. And guess what he said about Peter after he had went in and seen the linen laid to the side. Then arose Peter and ran unto the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen cloth laid by themselves and departed, wondering in himself, at that which was come to pass. Isn't God awesome? He's still alive today. Jesus is alive and well. Let us continue with the good gospel music here from House C Production Gospel Blog Talk Radio. 
We're listening to the CD album, The McGuffey's The Legacy Continues, here on House Eve Production Gospel. We resume broadcast. You stay with us here on House Eve Gospel Blog Talk Radio. If you're new to music now, all you got to do is call uh, Darrell J. Jones at um, 932-222-4006. He'll get that music in your hand. Enjoy. I'll sit in Gospel Blog Talk Radio. What's your favorite gun away? You're listening to House of Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Thanks you, Spotify, for queuing this up and sending it down your way. Spotify, House of Production. We are on Spotify too. Located at 231 6th Avenue, down south, Beatrice, Alabama. What you say? How many songs on Spotify? House of Production Gospel, located in 231 6th Avenue in Beatrice, Alabama. We are on Spotify too. We thank you for supporting. Turn up those tunes to the best in country on Country Down. Tracks from Dana Shea, Gabby Barrett, Lainey Wilson, and more. day could use a little more brightness. So add a splash of Tropicana Pure Premium Orange Juice. With 100% of your daily dose of vitamin C, its delicious fresh taste helps brighten your day. Tropicana, sip your sunshine. This one is called He's Working On Me. Is he working on you? You're listening to House of Rock and Gospel, Blog Talk Radio, coming to you in 231 6th Avenue with the McDuffies from the Legacy Continuous CD. Love right, he's working on me. He's working on me. Good God, oh my. He's working on me. 
so nice. We're gonna do it twice for you. You're listening to House Hero Gospel Blog Talk Radio. from uh, Pastor Thomas Jackson the world is full of nice people if you can find the one be one 
Confidence and hard work is the best medicine to kill the disease called failure. This makes you successful. He will strengthen us. Be of good courage. Talking about Jesus Christ. So be kind. Just always be kind. Someone cares for me here on House Children Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. You know, we are blessed today to still have our grandfather, a living legend in a gospel industry, Mr. Melvin Till.
right, closing out this CD is the MacDuffis, and the song is called I'll Pray here on House of Red Gospel, Blog Talk Radio.
Alright, 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 alright. Here on House Seeper and Gospel Blog Talk Radio. Oh, uh, we are moving right along here. It's in the early morning hours um, that God has blessed us all the way, all the time. This is the week in which um, we celebrate the crucifixion. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, God the Father, Jesus the Son, the Holy Spirit. God's Son died for your sins and mine, that we might be, how you say, have a right, have a right to the tree of life here on House Seward and Gospel Blog Talk Radio. There's a lot of things going on uh, in politics, but here's the thing about that. God is in the affairs of men. There are some hateful men and women out there in the world that do evil things. They don't care about you or care about nobody else. The trial um, is being seen around the world. See how a black man um, was handled by the police and how he pleaded and cried and all those other things that he did, but to no avail, bystanders hollered and yelling at the police, uh, but to no avail, they continued to do what they were doing and until his death. We might say to some, is looking at it and they are applauding and shouting and jumping up and down how great it is with the police this and the police that. But it also reminds me of somebody else. They were pounding and jumping up and down when they was crucifying Jesus as well. Not to say that um, what occurred is similar to what the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, but it was the taking of a life. And oh... God is still in control. He has the balancing scales. He has the justice for all concern. So don't fret yourself over what is being done or what is being said or what is being played out on television. You just keep your hand in God's hand and everything is going to be all right because God is absolutely in control. You stay right there. You listen to House of the Gospel Block Talk Radio. Coming to you from um, 2316 Avenue down south here in the big city of Beatrice, Alabama. Stay right there. All right, everybody. We hope everything is going well for you. The song that we were talking about um, by Ray Holland um, is called Keep On Running. We're going to be interviewing them soon. We're going to play a little snippet from a um, part that they was on the radio in the past, but we're going to have an updated interview and they're going to bring you up on all they've been doing over the COVID and how they've been affected and stuff like that. But this song right here, I love it. I'm going to tell you, I've played it so many times. People like it. I like it. It's called Keep On Running. Enjoy. You're listening to House of Rockin' Gospel. Blog Talk Radio, Ray Hollins and the new boys of Triumph. Listening to your radio. <laughs> Go on and turn this song up. Cause right about now, we about to give them some praise. Ow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. 
given to the strong or the swift, but to the one that holds out until the end. That's Jesus Christ's word. God said it so. You are listening to House of and Gospel Blog Talk Radio, coming to you from 231 6th Avenue. Uh, it's a quick update from um, them. Uh, we recorded this uh, uh, back in... Uh, the button. Okay. This is Brother Ray Hollins of... Uh, good evening and welcome to House of and Gospel Blog Talk Radio. I have on the phone with us, Ray Hollins, and on the phone, and he's going to give us an update of what's happening with uh, them. And uh, events and all those kind of good stuff like that. Go ahead. Thank you so much for having me tonight. Uh, with the group, uh, we just come out of Gaston with uh, Reverend Stacy Jenkins and the Sounds of Joy. We had a wonderful time up there. Uh, the house was packed. Uh, we got uh, another show uh, on April 13th of in Health City. Can't think of the name of the church right now, but right now, uh, Brother Howard, everything is going through with the group. Uh, also, we are preparing for a new CD come out. We're just rehearsing the song so we can, you know, have it ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for uh, somewhere around November or uh, October, maybe, to, to drop a new CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, we were going to Georgia last uh about two weeks ago, and our chairman, uh, Tony Sharper, was there. He surprised us. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we all were able to go out, and uh, we had a dinner together. We had a wonderful time. Wonderful time. Sure did. Oh, man. I bet that made y'all, I bet that made y'all day. It did. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> we had a wonderful time over in Carrollton, Georgia, and the people really loved it. That was the first time over there, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a chance to network with a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You, you know, I um, I sent um, a message to all of you all. Uh, it's a new venue that opened up here in uh, Frisco City, Alabama. Uh, the venue calls for $400 to secure the place, a $250 deposit on the place, which the you get the $250 back if the place check out. And this has an uh, outstanding sound system already in it. Um, and I, I passed the word on to Tony, to um, Reverend Jenkins, uh, uh, Warren, everybody. Um, and I, I, I want to ask everybody to begin to see can they find corporate sponsors. Because, see, mm-hmm. if, see, if y'all guys come like we're down here in Alabama, man, where we live, I mean, you need you need to, you need to get some money. You know, you got to have gas, you got to have food, you got to have a hotel. You can't be coming down here hoping you get a, a portion of a, of a fifteen or twenty dollar ticket. You see what I'm saying? You need, right, right. You need to right, be paid right. up front and let that promoter and him 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 fight for that that, that twenty dollar ticket fee. You know what I'm saying? I know right. I know it sounds a little harsh, but that's the reality of it. We need corporate sponsors. And um, me and Warren and uh, 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 Tony and the rest of us, we, I'm going to be looking for the next three or four weeks for some corporate sponsors, man. Because we got to have somebody that going to put that money out there and, and put that money up front. So so, so when y'all travel, you won't be scuffling and, 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 and trying, to, trying to make it uh, ends meet, man. Because that's tough out there. Right. 
Yeah, you're so right about that, brother Howard. You know, we, in the group, you know, we pay all dues and we sell CDs, but that's not enough. That's not enough. That's we, we need, we need, you're right, we, we need the bags of a corporate, uh, mm-hmm. corporate, uh, we, we do that. Uh, because when, I look at it, we're just as good as the next guy. You know, mm-hmm. we're, Tony always tell us we're second to none, and I believe that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I, I like, I like, I like that song. And y'all, 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 y'all cook it now, man. Uh, uh, that's, uh, how often do y'all uh, be at a place and the first thing they call for is, is keep running? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> man, All the time. that song is hot, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All the time. I said, boy, I was in Gaston uh, on Sunday night, like I was saying, uh, a lady come in there and she said, "My baby's not with me, but can y'all sing this song? Keep on running." So, <laughs> <laughs> we was out there, and, and that's the first thing she said. You know, uh, can we sing her baby song? <laughs> Keep okay. on running. All and right. I tell you, thing, brother Howard, I know. Uh, before we go, mm-hmm. uh, a lot, a lot of kids, a lot of young love that CD. Mm-hmm. They keep on uh, We had a program and. Uh, one of the guy, I guess, uh, young man must have been about ten or twelve years old, and he said, "Could he help us out?" He wanted to sing, "Yes, God is real." Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's outstanding. Right, right. They love it. Well, Ray, yeah. I I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to call and uh, yes, pa- pass the word to the guys. Uh, anytime y'all want to call this at this same number here, I I hook it into the. Uh, to the switchboard and the radio station to record, and uh, right. all we have to do, I don't, we ain't said nothing that need to be edited or anything like that, but we, we record it and, and air it during the radio broadcast. So right, right. I thank right. you. Um, give them the number where they can get those to your CDs, where they can uh, contact you for booking, all that kind of good stuff. Right. Contact number is two five six four nine three zero four eight three. You can look us up on Facebook. Uh, under Ray Holland and New Boston Triumph, that would be Ray Holland N B O T on Facebook and contact number once again is two five six four nine three zero four eight three. All right, Ray, thank you for taking the time, son. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. All right, we'll 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 run this spot. Um anytime you guys I'm on the radio, I'll be running this spot for you. Right, okay. Appreciate it so much, sir. All take right, care. thank you. Y'all take care and have a good Tuesday night. Okay, thanks. thanks. All right, then. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was uh, that's Brother Ray Hollins of, and the Boys of Triumph. Uh, them some some singing guys, man. I had the opportunity to uh, be with them up in uh, Gaston, Alabama, and they, they can do some singing. I am telling you, they can do some singing. All right. You can reach them at 256-493-0483. Ray Hollins and the Boys of Triumph. All right. More music coming your way. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. More music coming your way on House of the Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. Stay with me. We're going to go back and uh, play something that we recorded a while back with Reverend Jasper Williams. And um, the thing about us in the black community, we were rise up so quick against 
what someone says to us and about how we do things in our community and black folks this and black folks that. But the truth of the matter is we're not taking care of business like we ought to. Now this, what I'm going to play is uh, from an interview that Reverend Jasper Williams did and he was talking about us and our families and how we raise our children and single men and single women and raising families. But we always got something to say when somebody say something, we just jump on it and run with it. But the truth of the matter is we're not taking care of business, y'all. Y'all know that. I know that and you know it too. Let's do a better job. Some people are doing a great job with their kids, single, my husband and wife, however way they, they're raising them. They're raising them good and they're raising them solid, sending them to church, taking them to church, involved in their community life. But there are a lot of folks that's not. And that's where the problem comes. God said, raise them up in the way that they should go and they won't depart from them when they get old. That's all true. So let's go back to doing that. Teach them the right way and everything will be all right. Other folks, when I say other folks, other Gentiles, blacks, white, Mexican, Puerto Rican, German, Irishman, Anglo, it doesn't matter who they are. Everybody got shortcomings because we're all infected with the virus of sin. And the wages of sin is death. And death going to come to anybody that dwells in sin. That concludes me. Whatever you choose. Governor Williams, you've had a chorus of critics and a wealth of supporters. Your thoughts on the pushback, the aftermath of the from your eulogy? Well, I like to think that um, there's no pushback about what I said. It could be that they did not understand what I was saying. If you tell me which area you would like for me to cue in on, I'd be glad to address that, Maynard. Well, you, you talked about women not able to raise the children properly. Is that correct? The way that you are internalizing that they felt is incorrect. I did not mean that they're not able to raise their children. I'm talking about many single women struggling to raise their children, and in the black community, there's no mentoring for the children. And that when a boy is there, for example, and our houses, 70 plus percent of our households are headed by our precious women. And as precious, beautiful, and proud as they are, they cannot teach a boy how to be a man. So one of the ails and ills that we have in the African-American community is that too many of our homes are headed by women without men in the house. Now, it's been too many women who've raised excellent men. Jesse Jackson, one of my dearest friends, was raised by a single mom, see? But the women need help in their homes, and our race needs to become sensitive to that, to be able to do that. But do you think that's the appropriate venue to do that in? Well, I was a eulogist, okay? No one else was asked to bring the eulogy but me. And so I feel that it is appropriate for me to say what it is that I want to say and how it is that I want to say it because I was the only one asked to do the eulogy. And if you were there or heard about it, 
I sat there for seven hours almost before I got a chance to do what I was asked to do. So I couldn't get all of the intricacies that I wanted in the message because it was too much time. People had grown weary of the hour. You also spoke on black on black crime and black lives matter movement. Yes. Can you clarify what you were trying to say there? I'm saying that uh, when we as a race sit back and get mad if a police officer kills one of us, see, and we don't say anything when a hundred of us are killed by us, that something is wrong with that. I'm not saying that black lives do not matter in terms of the worth of a black life, but what I'm saying in essence is that it does not matter, ought not matter, should not matter, cannot matter, until black people begin to, Aretha, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect black lives. Only then will black lives matter. Now that's what I said, and that's what I meant. Does it bother you that the conversation has now been about your comments in certain parts of your eulogy instead of about Aretha Franklin or the prospect of respect? Does it bother me? No, it doesn't bother me, but uh, all I can do is continue to work at what I'm trying to do, to continue to work and help our people come out of the days and trance that we're in. I don't think that we ought to continuously sit back and wait for somebody to help us. I think that our role as a race should come from within us and that we do for ourselves. Nobody can put values in people. We can't pay for the government to give us the values that we ought to live by. Our values have to come from within, and somebody has got to care. And I care enough to say it and do it. What do you think Ms. Franklin would have said if she heard your eulogy? I don't know what she would have said, uh, but she asked that she trusted me to do it. I don't want to see Aretha's life stopped at Grace Temple Church in Detroit. I want to see Aretha's life immortalized. And because of the great contributor that she was to the civil rights movement and all that she gave, I would think that if I'm doing something to turn black America around, that she would be pleased. Are you so are you surprised by the reaction that your words have garnered over the last few days? When you say surprised, no, I'm not surprised because I've been preaching 68 years and I've had one surprise after another to the point that I'm numbed to surprises now. I'm not surprised. I just wish somebody would understand my heart and understand what I'm trying to do. And instead of making mockery, or creating difficulty or spins opposite of what I am intending, that's what hurt me more than anything else. Good question, sir. The young people you think misconstrued you're saying as opposed to our generation? Has it been a chasm between what young folks are saying and... I mean, you've been around a long time, and one thing you know, the generations are the same. Not on just this issue, but there are innumerable issues where generations like you and I and generations of the millenniums, the net generation, the we generation, however they choose to be called, 
can be opposite sometimes. But the point is this, whether you old school or new school, respect for each other is the key to us changing the road that we're on as a race. How did your congregation this morning, uh, how did they come to you? Or did, did they say something to you about it? Or Everybody came to me congratulating me. They were happy about what I said. They congratulated me. And the reason is because they know what we have been trying to do way before this eulogy came about. See, I'm not working to be on television. I haven't called either one of you all to come and have an interview with me. I don't care whether you're here or you're not here. I'm going on and I'm going to do what we need to do because it has to come from within our race. Pastor. Yes, sir? Yesterday I spoke uh, as a panelist on, uh, in Macon, Georgia on uh, a, at a prayer breakfast that dealt with the violence uh, death in the Maconville County community and the 28 murders in Macon this year, 30 last year. Uh, and I want you to know this was held at Glorious Hope uh, Missionary Baptist Church and you may know the pastor, Pastor Heron down there. But I want you to know that uh, the panelists on the on the on the uh, on the panel to a person, the sheriff, echo your sermon. The coroner echoed your sermon. There was a judge, a master court judge, echoed your sermon. And of course, that was me, and I echoed your sermon. It appears to me that your uh, eulogy has brought some sore spots out in the black community that probably need to have the light shine upon them uh, ages ago. Now that they're front and center, what can you do or have you thought about now that these issues are before the public? Carrying them forward, let's have, it's probably time to have a dialogue about these issues because far too long the black community has said uh, there's nothing wrong with us when someone pointed to the fact that blacks were killing blacks uh, they would say, shush, shush, uh, we got to really jump on the police officers for doing it. But you seem to break that paradigm. What can you do in the future to keep this issue alive in the community so that we will have a good, frank, and honest dialogue and tackle this problem? Because uh, as you, as I believe you aptly put it on Friday, if we do not address this, you know, we will never get our souls So Sir, that's an excellent question. And I appreciate the time that you obviously have put into structuring that question. Um, I feel that we ought to respect each other enough to listen. I don't care what another person's opinion is. My opinion alone is not all gold. I'm willing to listen to those kids. You know, they got some things about themselves that we all ought pattern after. So if I'm going to stand up here, I'm not standing here to be the Lone Ranger. Like I know everything and been everywhere and have done everything because I'm not. I would love to sit and listen to whatever they say. They may say something that we need to mesh into what we're doing. It's going to take all of us to turn black America around, all of us even those who don't want to. It's going to take that. You said the sermon was Thank you. frankly the queen of soul. Were black people have lost their soul? Was that part of the, 
The point is that she's called Aretha the Queen of Soul in 1964 at the Regal Theater in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Spain Cooper crowned her Queen of Soul. My message said to them that before then, back before the morning star, before the sons of God cried out for joy, before there was ever a when or a where, a why or a which, God crowned her Queen of Soul. And then I authenticated it with the Bible in the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, where it says, The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul, is what the book says. And I was connecting the dots, as you referenced, with that creation of man to be that of the creation of Aretha, and I was doing my best to lock all of that into a common cause. You've talked a lot about respect, and it does seem to be some sort of divide between the generations and how they interpreted what you said. Some of the people who <coughs> disagreed have used some very strong language. Mm -hmm. How would you respond to those who have not necessarily given you the respect that you're talking about in their uh, remarks? I don't respond to them negatively. You know, I understand the pain. I understand the hurt. I understand a community where we don't have any economical growth anymore. We own no drug stores, no grocery stores, no banks. We don't have anything in our community but devastation. So I understand the pain. I understand the hurt. All I'm asking is I'll listen to you and that would be fine. And whatever you say to me is fine. But I am not going to respond to you sweet people negatively. All I ask is for you to come on board. I help you, you help us. And together we turn our race around. Are you concerned at all about how perhaps conservatives and right-wingers and Trumpists would take your message and turn it around, you think? Well, that's an excellent question, but I don't think that this is a juncture where anybody can do anything for us but us. And until we reach down on the inside of ourselves and touch our souls and decide that this is enough, it's time to turn around. Until that happens, it doesn't make any difference about how much money the government would give or whatever the case is. To me, this is not about dollars. This got to be about an inner calling of the inner man to do what's right about our people. A lot of people, after getting so much reaction from this, because you were on a national level in that moment, they would try and walk it back or explain it a different way. Can you explain why you're not stepping back or stepping down from what you said? Because the answers to our problem is not back or down. The answer to our problem is forward and up. And that's what I would like to see us do and be. Ma'am, you're excellent at what you do. I don't know where you're from. Which, which, which station are you from? You're Oh, you are? Yes, you're quite a lady. Thank you for your presence. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you are? All right, man. God bless you. Well, I'll follow up with 
one more. A lot of people are talking about whether this was the time or place. Mm -hmm. Some are using that argument saying it wasn't because it was a funeral, but others are saying it was the perfect time and place because it's when everybody was together and you had such a stage, such a national audience. Yes. Do you take one side or the other? Or what kind of, where do you stand on that? I was a eulogist. I was the one who was asked to eulogize. And I feel that I did it appropriately. I think that I honored Aretha through it all. And I feel that in honoring her, I picked out various issues that are going on within our community and made that part of the forefront. I think I tried, I tried to do the best that I could, ma'am, under the circumstances and situations. Now, we, we all mess up sometimes. Sometimes you don't preach as good as you know you can. And after sitting there seven hours, all the preach I had in me was gone. And I just took the opportunity of doing it the best that I could under the circumstances and situations I was in. I meant nobody, no harm, and yet I meant the truth. That's it. I can't answer it any other way. Pastor, you said two weeks ago when we came to the pre-press conference. Yes, sir. Uh, someone asked, he, he asked you to define eulogy, and you broke it down to its root. Uh, yes, sir. Greek parts. Uh, and you said it was to say a good word. After having delivered the eulogy, what is that good word? You talked about a lot of things, but just sort of um, give, me the, give us the okay. broad view of the word. Okay, the, the word eulogy in the Greek vernacular comes from the basic logos. The word logos means word. And EU is a prefix that translates good. So then a eulogy is speaking a good word about the one who died. That's what a eulogy is. The good word as I see as it relates to Aretha is that going forward, as black America changes and turns around, we immortalize her with what she said, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. She will be at the root of this pivotal turn and change that we're hoping can come about in black America. Do you think that eulogy met that standard? I don't know, do you? I don't know, I don't like to brag on me. I think but whatever way you feel is all right with me. If you think it did not, that's fine. I perceive that as well. If you think it did, I'm fine with that. But what I think is what I did. Now, whether it's negative or positive to you, sir, I don't know. But it's what I meant. You have a curriculum moving forward now, right? It's not just... Yes, I have a curriculum and all of that, and I have a plan for what we're doing, but I don't want to talk about that now. Uh, on down the line. This is this is a race thing. This is a thing with our race. I don't want to publicize what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. I just want us as a people to get it done. And so I'm not going to tell you about that. Can we say, can I say one thing? Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Gerald Durley. All throughout time, there's always been a prophetic voice that has come forth. Since the beginning of time, it's been a prophetic voice. And it's interesting about prophecies is that the prophet who brings forth and challenges bastions of 
whatever it might be. People might not understand at that moment or a week or two later, but down the road they'll begin to understand how the dots were connected when we talk about the freedom that Dr. King talked about in alleviating the pain in our community. And I think that that's what, uh, what this man of God has, has said, what he has done in terms of even now, I think back things that my grandmother, your grandfather, and others have said. When they said it, it didn't make much sense. They questioned it because it was what the prophet is supposed to do, challenge the status quo. And the status quo right now in our community is not the greatest. So he said, let's challenge that. And whenever one is challenged, they only grow when they get away and they begin to understand all of the things that have come together. So we thank you. Thank you. For challenging us to make us really come back and look at it. That's the prophetic witness of the church. And the church, once again, must take that role. Black preachers support Reverend Williamson? I don't know who supports who. From my understanding, my colleagues all throughout this city have already said thank you so much to Reverend Williams, to Jasper Williams, for shaking us, to making us think, to taking our own pulpits. And you know, I've been in for many years, 35 years in the pulpit, so it's nothing new to me. I started with Dr. King in 1959. So we've been saying this, and now it's time for the church to reassert its place in the pews and in, the, in, in, in our places. So yes, the pastors of this city, I would say, and I can't speak for everybody, but I think that the overall general consensus is that. Now, the question that she raised, which is very interesting, was that the right time? Was that the right platform? There's never, I don't know, a right time and a right platform when the Spirit of God says, speak truth to power. And you do it, then it's the right time. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate that. Uh, as it relates to preachers, pastors ask, being with or against me, I've had more pastors to call me in the past 24, 48 hours to tell me that they want to help me in what we're trying to do and as uh, anything that I'm trying to do to help black America turn around, to count them in. I've heard from preachers and pastors I've never heard from before and those who I have not heard from in a long, long time wanting to come on board to help. So whatever you all are doing out there with those cameras and those pads and pens, please keep on doing them because we really need it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. God bless you. That was um, an interview uh, Reverend Jasper Williams did after the eulogy of um, Sister Aretha Franklin. And he explains eloquently the eulogy is a good word about the person that has passed and that brings me to another person that has passed that I spoke about briefly before George Floyd a good word about George Floyd we've seen all there is to see so far as police killing black folks police killing black men black-on-black black crime, folks pleading for their life under the power of uh, the white policeman or white mob or who, it doesn't matter who, how they plead and cry and moan, hoping to get a life extended or life-threatened stop. He was mortally in fear of dying. 
And he and his soul knew that he was going to die, I believe. But the truth of the matter is this. As Reverend Jasper Williams says, we have work to do here in the community of black folks in America. In fact, all human beings have work to do. COVID-19 has been taking lives and people from our midst in untold numbers. But there is something else that's afoot here, and it's called sin. It's in my life. It's in your life. It's all around you. You are infected by it, and you can be very much deceived by what's going on. With that, uh, I'm going to um, play a portion of um, something that was posted by Devin Antoine about my favorite gospel artist. It's uh, Luther Barnes. Um, I'm, I'm going to seek and I get it started and uh, recorded here. Here it comes. You've been faithful. You've been true, and you've done all you could do. And for your faithfulness, it's your time. You're plotted for the rest. Devin Antoine. Thanks, Devin. We're going to continue here on uh, House of and Gospel Blog Talk Radio. A change is going to come. It's going to come with you or it's going to come without you. It's going to come concerning your family, whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Mexican, whether or not you're Jewish, whatever. There's only two types of people in the world, Jews and Gentiles. God made us all. 
all the colors and shapes and sizes is because of the things that we as human beings do. This song here by Sam Cooke really says it all. We're in the midst of change and the birthing pains of change. Christ is on his way back and a change is going to come. God is awfully good. He has been blessing us over and over and over again. And let me tell y'all something. Time is about up. Change is going to come. voice of Sam Cooke change is going to come some music that stands the test of time and it just goes on and on and on 
and it never ends. Um, there are things going on in this world today that um, we somehow think are new, but there is nothing new under the sun. I mean, absolutely nothing new under the sun. It's all been done before. And it's just a matter of time when it comes around over and over and over again. I'm going to um, go to uh, a little bit of a... I think I'll go to a little bit of a jazz. I'm just in the mix of doing some stuff that uh, I think is beautiful and in the mix of uh, this uh, week of crucifixion of Christ and how God has blessed us over and over and again and and we replay his death over and over again in our hearts and our minds and read his words, Uh, especially the words that I read earlier to you about how he was raised from the dead. But here's a little bit of a jazz for you. We hope you enjoy it. Here on House of Black and Gospel, Blog Talk Radio. doing in your life I don't know what's taking place in your life but I do know this God is in the affairs of men and God knows what's going on in your life he knows what's going on in all of our lives that's his business what is your business your business is to love your brothers and sisters just like Jesus Christ loves you in spite of your sins the preacher, the teacher the homosexual the lesbian the murderer it doesn't matter God made us all and we all are infected by sins and we all do different stuff as the world witness the George Floyd trial and stuff going on, folks getting mad and stuff like that. Take a look at yourself. 
take a look at it yourself. How you raising your family? How you raising your children? How you raising your grandchildren? How you treating your preacher? What are you doing in your community? Just what are you doing to make a difference in this world? As Jesus Christ's death and celebration and resurrection is being celebrated this week, do something to change to make a difference in this world. You didn't just come here to sit around and talk about each other and cuss each other out and do drugs and run around with who we want to run around with or do whatever we want to do. God gave you a particular task. Do what God wants you to do. Just do right. special shout out to my friend Thomas E. Jackson over there in Thomasville. Good evening, good morning. How you doing, brother? God bless you and your family. Special shout out to my family and all of my loved ones. Thank you all for being who you are. We had planned something for today around the fish pond and doing some fishing, but God may have something else planned for us today.
Gospel Blog Talk Radio. 
little bit of a mix of a jazz mix for you here on it's um Thursday morning. It's about five o'clock in the morning. We've been at it now ever since about two mm, thirty or so. A little bit of jazz for you. Continue.
Special shout out to my friend uh, Pastor Marcus uh, William here in Beatrice. Uh, if you don't let the past die, it won't let you live. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Good morning, son. <laughs>
Okay, a little bit of something that's happening here in Alabama for his jazz is the Mad City Smooth Jazz. Magic City Smooth Jazz. Alabama Jazz Hall of Fame, students all start, Birmingham Heritage Band, Blend. Artists presented from outside the state of Alabama have included Mark Antoine, Cynthia Bradley, Eugene Grove, Jazz Independent, DeLucas, Athen Renee, Julian Vaughn. Coming up in uh, August the 9th will be the the Belanger Park, Bessemer, Alabama. Soul Collaboration in Teason and James Creek Jr. James Crump Jr. That's August the 9th. And, uh, you can get in touch with him by calling Magic City Smooth Jazz at P.O. Box 611-178, Birmingham, Alabama. Call 205-616-1735. That's in Birmingham. The www.magiccitysmoothjazz.com. That's coming up August the 9th. Uh, also, August the 30th, Big Spring Park, Huntsville, Alabama. Steve Celebrity, artist, TBA, to be announced. You can call this number for Magic City Smooth Jazz and all of their events. 205-616-1735. That's the Jazz in the Park. Jazz in the Park. 2015 schedule. Performances begin at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Got a few words from a young man that um, worked with us in Pacer some years ago. He's a bright young man and got a bright future ahead of him. And um, he posted a comment on Facebook that I'm going to repeat. I hope I don't get in trouble for it, but I think it'd be useful to most. From Jaquillen Harrison, called Long Post. He says, All my life, I went out there 
but who went out of their way in an attempt to make me feel bad about my appearance from kindergarten. It was always peanut head, alien, and all kinds of words, you say. I caught hell every year in school, and my friends can attest to that. I'm 20, and I'll be 21 in November. For the first time. Taking place in Detroit. Goes on to say, for the first time, um, uh, I can actually say that I'm learning to ignore them and still try to tell me that I'm weird or a freak or nature, something like that. We're all divinely made. That doesn't mean we're going all going to look the same, feel the same, or view the world the same. Differences are what make us unique. Imagine a world where everyone looked, talked, and walked, and was all the same. Every day is a struggle to be you because the world is not a nice place, and human beings are not 100% nice 100% of the time. So people watch what you say, watch what you do. Lots of weight when they hurt people. They hurt. But just imagine the good you can do by uplifting people. And he says, I'm done. Thank you, Jaqueline. Thank you, son. It's all right. God made us all different. And he made us all different for a reason. You're listening to Housey Production Gospel, a little bit of jazz for you. the Cancun Jazz Festival, September 3rd through the 6th, 2015, Hard Rock Hotel, River Era, Maya, Mexico, September 3rd, 2015, September 3rd through the 6th, 2015, at the Hard Rock Hotel, River Maya, Labor Day weekend, all the exclusive event. This is going to be hot here, September 3rd through the 16th. Let's take a look at that. Who's going to be there? Here's the lineup of who's going to be on this uh, Cancun Labor Day weekend. It's uh, the 3rd through the 6th, I believe. As we uh, roll through here, we'll be with you in a minute.
recueil des Cancun euh, Festival, Jazz Festival. Um, it's on Labor Day weekend. Thursday, September 3rd. Every Bonnie James, Kiko Matissa, and DW3 Fridays and Sunday, September 4th and 6th. Dave Cause and Rick Braun with special guest Kenny Lattimore performing together. David Cause, Rick Braun, Kenny Lattimore, Brian Coverson, Will Downing, Summer Star and Fort Norman Bormer and Richard Elliott performing together. Norman Brown, Richard Elliott, Jazz Attack, Peter White, Eugene Groove, and Rick Braun performing together. Peter White, Eugene Groove, Rick Braun, Sax in the City, Fort Marin Meadows, Paul Taylor, and Jesse J performing together. All right, uh, that was a little bit of a jazz mix for you that we had pulled from um, some of our old um, music that's been around for a while. We want to go to um, William Brothers. It's going to close us out, y'all. I hope you got the love of Jesus. I hope you got the love of Jesus down in your heart.
neighbors right now. It ain't nothing but love.
Close this one out. We want to thank you for being here with us on House and Gospel, Law Talk Radio. Take care and God bless, and we'll see you next time. Everything is going to be all right. Thank you.
TV 